the Beltway. This is Bruce Dumont with our weekly analysis of national politics, featuring occasional injections of Roman innuendo, all offered up by our panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, featuring commentary by Republican marketing executive Nick Calm, talk show host and libertarian Eric Cohn, retired network correspondent Derek Blakely, and an hour number two, conservative financial advisor Kenton McCarthy will join us from the great state of Arizona. Thanks very much for joining us. We're here for the full two hours this evening. A couple of guests in studio for hour number one. We'll be joined by two guests uh, from around the country in hour number two. And again, uh, as is, was the case uh, last week, we talked a little bit about uh, where the uh, the race for president is is likely to be and or where it's going to go. Um, there, there's been no good news uh, by the president's, at least his legal term, uh, team so far this week. And I want to get to start with you, Nick Cobb. You haven't been on since the, the, the campaign is over. And I think the campaign is over, although a lot of people don't, don't want to admit that yet. Uh, what is your take on whether or not the president is acting responsibly now in the wake of what apparently are the results? Well, I think he's acting responsibly, Bruce. Uh, they haven't, there hasn't been a single state that certified the election yet. Um, and there's a lot of uh, recounts and audits that are going on. I mean, I know you say it's over, and it may be over, but I don't think it's going to be over until the last court uh, has ruled uh, on Trump's filings. Okay. And uh, Eric Cohn, you're a, you're a libertarian, uh, less a big Trump supporter than Nick. <laughs> Donald Trump is not acting responsibly. He is acting exactly as has been his character throughout this entire presidency. This is a shameful kind of hanging ellipsis on the end of a presidency that's been punctuated by shameful incidents. And it's not just that he is within his rights to do all of the legal challenges that he is in the states where he's challenging them. It's that he is offering up on Twitter, as has been his want, baseless conspiracy theories absolute insanity that has no basis in reality whatsoever. So, of course, he is within his rights to bring these cases to the court. The cases they've brought so far have either been laughed at, they have been penny-ante, they will not change the outcome of the election, or they identify the actual instances of voter fraud or election fraud that we should all admit do exist out there, but not on a scale that will change anything. And the remedies they've been asking for have been illogical. So, no, he's not acting responsibly, but he's acting like we should probably at this point expect Donald Trump to act. So he's acting within his rights, but he's acting shamefully. Can you explain that to me? Yeah, tweeting out conspiracy theories about this dominion thing of changing votes that has no basis in reality, offering up no evidence for it, claiming that because of some interpretation of the Constitution, which must have a clause about uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, he has won the state of Pennsylvania. No, he's not acting responsibly. Do you think, is there anybody out there that is going to be uh, convinced, let's say we take another three weeks of this legal battle, back and forth, and again, there, there isn't much for the president to uh, point to at the moment uh, and describe it as victory, um, but at what point are the masses who support Donald Trump, many of whom were out in support of him in the streets of Washington, D.C. yesterday, at what point are they going to say, you know what, he's a great president, he was a great president, I love the guy, I'll vote for him again. But, you know, now is not the time to keep moving it and because we're wasting time 
and he should just give up right now. Well, I, I don't think he should give up, but I do think he should be making information available to the Biden team in case he doesn't prevail. I think that is a mistake that he's making. I don't necessarily think that what he's been tweeting and commenting is necessarily irresponsible. Again, there's a lot of legitimate questions that have been raised about counting of the votes, about receipt of ballots after they were supposed to have stopped receiving them, including to the point that Justice Supreme Court Justice Alito had to come in and order Pennsylvania to stop what they were doing, even though they had been previously told to stop. So there's a, it's, not, it's not proper behavior that's going on on the part of the states that are in the process of counting. 700,000 ballots were not allowed to be viewed in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, which means, based on our great Constitution, we win the state of Pennsylvania. Is that a, one, factually accurate or responsible thing for the President of the United States to be saying? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I honestly don't know. That is preposterous. No, I really don't. It's preposterous. No, I don't. But Eric, but what calls the Constitution would, if 700,000 uh, 700, ballots, which, again, is not substantiated, and whether or not they were able to be viewed, not even all that clear what he means by that, under what part of the Constitution would it mean that he has then won the state of Pennsylvania? Has Pennsylvania certified their election? Do you remember four years? No, no, no they have not. And do you remember four years ago when all the people who are currently supporting Donald Trump and who are currently yelling about this were saying that Democrats were losers and crybabies and... It, Really, 10 days after the election, pretty much the exact same point we're at now, they should get over it, admit that Hillary Clinton lost in races that were pretty much exactly as close as they are now. It has been an inversion where now everybody is going to be a hypocrite about this rather than the people who are just telling the truth. Eric, are you telling me there's hypocrisy in I'm, partisan I politics? know you're as shocked as I am, I am that there's hypocrisy out that. there. I'm shocked. shocked to find out there's hypocrisy going on here. <laughs> but uh, w- w- what about a basic explanation by the president? Because... I have heard a number of people, uh, you know, uh, talking heads on TV, um, actually men on the street interview, women on the street interview, <clears throat> and they basically have said, you know, when I went to bed, Donald Trump was ahead. And when I woke up the next morning, he wasn't ahead. Now, where is the responsible president or a responsible leader of the Republican Party that explains to those people those things happen? They've happened for all of my life. I can't tell you how many nights I have gone to bed thinking that one candidate was going to win the election, and I wake up the next morning and the and votes have come in. Now they may all have come in illegally. I'm not I'm not denying that for the sake of this question, Bruce. But yeah, but but somebody somewhere has got to say, listen, folks. I know you love Donald Trump. We but were, you, you've but but you've got to factor into this the reality and the history. Because the other thing they've been telling you is that Donald Trump was going to be winning on Election Day because his voters were going to be voting uh, in, exactly. in person. And then th- th- beware. They even warned everybody of a wave of blue votes who are primarily Democrat. Beware of that. Bruce, and that's exactly what happened. Bruce, you have to be an unbelievable believer in coincidences to see four states, swing states, battleground states, coming down to less than 1% margin, it's it strains credulity to the breaking point and beyond. Why? We could have Florida what? because we're not, it's not, that's not possible. You could How have one state, How is it not possible state, to have a bunch of states, states be narrow? No, this narrow and they'd be battleground states this much. So, so what are you alleging? I'm a, What I'm alleging is we should go back and carefully count every one of those states properly, not feeding them into some machine, not keeping 
um, people from one party or the other out of the room where they have to be told to use binoculars to do the recount. What is what I don't understand is people who were sitting there talking about Russia, Russia, Russia for three years now are suddenly think there's no reason to talk about election integrity. We don't we don't care about it. And anymore, people who thought four years ago that all that was nonsense now are alleging that this election was stolen from them. It is the same hypocrisy point there's I was hypo- just making a absolutely, while ago. Absolutely, there's hypocrites on all sides, Eric. That's a silly argument to make. Why why are you not in favor of affirming the election integrity of this country? I'm absolutely in favor of all of that. Then I'm you not wouldn't be on I'm, your high horse about this. You wouldn't. You, you, you clearly you have not listened count. to anything that I have said so I far. I've said I'm fine with the legal challenges. I'm fine with the recounts. But none of that cases that have been filed are going to change the outcome. None of them are asking for overturnings that would change the outcome, that are challenging enough ballots to change the outcome. Let's see Ladies what happens with this dominion. Ladies and gentlemen, we have two articulate spokespeople on our show this evening. Give them a call. 1-800-723-8289. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. We are the boy band. Your tween made you see. We are the boy band. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For small business owners, it's not business as usual. Amid the crisis, you're looking for answers, solutions, help. We see you. We hear you. We have something for you. CNBC.com slash small business. The latest on relief programs, loan forgiveness, tax help, and state-by-state updates. Protect your business. Get advice. We're here to help. Go to CNBC.com slash small business. At Lowe's, we're giving a special thanks to our pros during our Provember event, now through November 25th. We have deals and events, plus credit programs that work for pros. We're offering everyday 5% savings on eligible purchases. Plus, through March 31st, 2021, 60 days promotional financing on your Lowe's business account or extended terms on eligible account receivables. Learn more in-store or at Lowe'sforpros.com. You'll see why we're the new home for pros. Subject to credit approval, terms apply, U.S. only. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to ancientlifeoil.com. CBD, broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm, from brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full-spectrum and 0% THC on broad-spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com. 
for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sue McCarthy. Join us for the Travel Planners Radio Show. Your ticket to the world of travel. Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us this evening. 1-800-723-8289. And uh, you wanted to make a comment, Nick. And say that unlike the Democrats and apparently Eric... Uh, if we go through all of the close states and they're recounted and we confirm there was no hacking of mm-hmm. any kind of servers where votes were counted, I will absolutely accept the outcome that seems to be the the media and Bruce and you have uh, embraced now, which is that uh, Joe Biden won the election. I will accept that. So unlike Democrats who didn't accept that Donald Trump won in 2016, I will absolutely accept that Joe Biden won if or when they confirm that there were no illegal votes counted or not enough to tip the margin and that there was no shenanigans going on with the servers that were counting votes. Absolutely, I'll accept it. But we're not there yet. So I don't understand, other than cluing the Biden people in on the presidential daily briefing and other national security things, which I believe should be afforded to him and his team now, mm-hmm. I'll be fine with as long as we go through that. But what's the hurry? Why are we in such a hurry to now ordain Joe Biden as the president when there are so many questions that people have raised about it. That's what I would love to. I I mean, that's where I'm coming from. I always enjoy this just asking questions kind of thing. Um, (laughs) One, talking about servers hacking and election votes. um, Actually, go take a look sometime at the kind of machines that are used for all of this. It is one might say, very old technology. And it's actually one of the benefits of our system that we use old, non-networked technology for the most part because it obviates the need for the concern about these kinds of things. It is, look, and Georgia has entered into a hand recount because it was within the margin of uh, that they would have for a recount. Most of the other states are not within the margins for recounts by their state statutes. So there are avenues available if the Trump campaign wants to pay for them. By all means, they should go ahead and pay for them. They do not seem to be forthcoming and wanting to pay for them yet. Um, If you actually read the president's emails he's sending out to fundraise for his legal defense here, 60 percent of that goes to retire his campaign debt, not to actual lawsuits and all of that. But I mean... Great. Congratulations. I'm very happy that you will accept the outcome. I Again, I just have yet to see the sufficient questions raised with evidence presented that call for the kind of skepticism that is being suggested here. I just do not but, see But it. the thing is, Democrats went from there's no voter fraud to voter fraud is very isolated to voter fraud may have happened, but it wasn't widespread to voter fraud may have been somewhat widespread, but would not enough to tip the election. Do you not see how that's a progression there? That's not exactly enhancing the credibility of the outcome. I see that's how it's not enhancing the credibility of individual Democrats who would be making those arguments. The thing that we go through pretty much every election where I agree with you, there are people who want to minimize the idea of vote fraud as not existing at all, which, you know, look, we're both sitting just north of the city of Chicago. We all know that that is the case. Um, These kinds of things have happened. Nobody has been able to substantiate it on the kind of systemic, enormous bandwidth that you would need in order to change this. Plus, there are just logical questions that just don't make sense. Like, 
you have this systemic effort to fix the presidential election, but definitely let's leave Mitch McConnell in his Senate seat by 17 points. Let's pretty much almost guarantee, of course, the Georgia runoff still have to happen, leave the Senate in the control of Republicans. Uh, Republicans were thought that they might lose a number of state legislatures. They actually gained some. They gained seats in the House. So this was a fixing of only the presidential line on a very narrow, narrow basis, as you just pointed out. That should strain anyone's credulity because it doesn't make any sense. So let's count them. Let's recount them. Let's make sure if it's if the if Trump, there's integrity, you, Trump campaign Nick, is willing you, to pay for you, it by you, all means. Would you acknowledge that it was a it was a good night for Republicans, except for Donald Trump? Oh, absolutely. Was it a good night for Republicans? Absolutely. They are. So let me let me ask this question, and this is my uh, and again, you've been a guest on this program, so you know uh, you know the, the the you know where my where I come down on this particular issue, but. If you if you look at all the things that Donald Trump did right and all the things he did wrong, uh, both articulated by the media and by artic- articulated by members of the Democratic Party and by never Trumpers, okay, take all the criticism mm-hmm. of Donald Trump. Is it not believable for you to believe that a small number of people in four states they may have liked what Donald Trump did? But they hated Donald Trump. They just could not get over the personality. And they said, if you don't like someone, you're not going to vote for him. Absolutely. And in this particular case, Donald Trump lost because of what Donald Trump did and said. Absolutely. I'm not disputing that as a factor, Bruce. I think that was not only a factor in the handful of states where it was so close, but it was a factor across the country as well. Is it a primary factor? I think it's... It is a primary factor, yes. Absolutely. Would you also acknowledge, picking up uh, for you, Eric, would you also acknowledge as part of that equation of what Donald Trump had to deal with, he had four years of the most hostile media of any president in the history of the country. And he still almost pulled it out with but four states. Yes. I mean, yes, he, he <laughs> had, the media doesn't like him, although there's always been this kind of odd, uh, they need each other kind of dynamic. Right. At, you know, Donald Trump is not the nominee of the Republican Party without all of the free media that he gets. Absolutely and right. he wouldn't have gotten all the free media if he didn't act the way that he did. I mean, what is CNN today without Donald Trump? I mean, it, <laughs> we if, may find if, out soon. Huh? We, we, right. we may find out soon. And the idea that some have suggested that Donald Trump is now going to go on and start his own media empire. I think deep down inside CNN and MSN NBC would love to have Donald Trump be their 8 p.m. program. I think they would love. They'll never admit it, and the internal dynamics of those networks would never permit it to be, but I think they would love it because they understand the entertainment value of it. But we, yes, I, 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 agree with, and the, the, I agree with what you asked, uh, Nick, as well. It was a great night for Republicans, and it was a, to me, the clearest thing to read from it, it was a repudiation of the ideological progressive left that people basically said, I'm sick and tired of Donald Trump, and I want him out of there, but I'm not turning over the entire keys to the kingdom yes. to these people. It's still a center-right country. I think we've, yep. we, we found yep. that out on Election Day. It's still a center-right I country, right. Dis- despite a lot of indications to the contrary. Yeah. Let's go to Steve Grantham. He's listening in uh, New Hampshire. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, you're, uh, actually, you're calling uh, from Grantham, New Hampshire. <laughs> I am. Yes. And you, uh, you by the way, you, uh, Steve, Steve, let me ask you a question. You have been a, a sure. listener to this program for a long time. I remember it. And uh, t- yes. tell us, before you ask your question, what what sort of work do you do or what keeps you busy when you're not uh, talking on the radio on a Sunday night? 
No, I'm a financial advisor. Okay, go ahead. And uh, so, you know, I'm certainly not a socialist, but I am democratic. I think the Republican Party or the Republican Party of today is uh, detrimental to the country. Uh, Eric, uh, your your words are fantastic. You can speak logically, knowledgeably. Nick, I am disappointed in how you can't congratulate Biden for running a smart campaign, actually, which was staying in his house, having letting Trump ruin himself and then uh, and appointing and and also having advisors to his campaign that actually knew what they were doing. It was a very Um, smart strategy. No, Steve, I'll give you that. It absolutely was. And if and when he is absolutely declared the winner, not by the media, not by you, not by Eric, not by Bruce, I'll be happy to congratulate him. Absolutely. So along those lines, were you saying the same thing when 44,000 votes or what it was, 70,000 votes gave the election in the blue wall to Trump? And were you saying, hey, we can't declare victory until the votes are recounted and everything else? There were no no allegations of voter fraud on anywhere near this scale. Oh, so the Democrats didn't allocate fraud because it wasn't. But Trump, from day one, before the election, for the last two years, has been talking about the potential of voter fraud. He has put this into his base's mind. It is, un- it is against our democratic principles that uh, his base right now doesn't recognize Biden as the president. Steve, and not a single state has certified their election, Steve. Not a single state has certified their election. And neither did the Neither did the states in when Trump won certify the elections when it was known that Trump won. I mean, it is ridiculous what you're saying. Now, could there have been some fraud? Absolutely, because you're dealing with hundreds of millions of votes. Though most of the fraud that's been allegated, when it went to court, the attorneys said, oh, there wasn't really any. We don't have any fraud to show you. Steve? Well, those dead people who voted? Yes. Steve, in, in your question, uh, my question to you is... Um, the media and many in the Democratic Party are saying that what Donald Trump is doing now hurts the democracy. Barack Obama said the same thing, that democracy is being besmirched. Do you agree with that? And if so, how is it being besmirched? Okay, well, I agree fully that there's a potential that he is putting into his voters the idea without any proof at all that there was systemic uh, 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 fraud involved in the uh, counting of the votes. And by the way, it was the people with the binoculars, they went to court, there were observers there, they moved from 20 feet to 6 feet. There were observers, the ones in Detroit. I mean, it's a bunch of lies that unfortunately the GOP, some members of the GOP, have not all members, but some members have been, and, and starting obviously from the top. How does it hurt been, the country? Uh, fostering. Because, because it gives, because you now have, I'm going to guess, 20 million Trump voters who think the election has been stolen. It's more than that. It's half the it country, Steve. Half the country thinks the election no, no, wasn't fair. Wait, I, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. There were 70 million people, roughly, who voted for Trump. I'm assuming not every person who voted for Trump thinks the election was stolen. There are surveys that show that 50 so percent of the country the believes million, the election uh, was stolen. Do you think million. the election was stolen, Nick? Do I, believe, I don't know yet, is what I keep trying to say. I don't know. Let it play out. Let it play what out. What are you looking for? Like, what, what will convince you one way or the other? That the Dominion server wasn't hacked and that there wasn't shenanigans in Philadelphia and Detroit. So you want them to prove a negative that something did not happen? I want to prove that this fraud that occurred was not enough to tip the election and that the Dominion server wasn't hacked. 
then I'll accept it. The Dominion thing is an insane conspiracy theory. We can move beyond that. But the what you said about Michigan, they're not even in their suits alleging enough votes to overturn the state of Michigan's margin, which is uh, considerable. Got to pause. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the Internet by corporate and political interests? This is Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio. And in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, e-books, e-magazines, documents, and so much more. Our news aggregator, Newsifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting other Ground Zero-friendly podcasts like Into the Parabnormal, with Jeremy Scott and the secret teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath.media has a social media platform along with a chat room to interact with many of our listeners. And about once a month, you can chat with me about anything. Mobile apps for Android and Apple are now available. The monthly subscription for Aftermath.media is only $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to our library and Ground Zero Archive podcasts. If you're just interested in having access to the Archive podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. So sign up today by going to Aftermath.media. Again, that's Aftermath.media. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. It's JT and Leanne. Join us for Married with Microphones. Special guests, hot news topics, and our hilarious relationship report card. Saturdays, 6 p.m. on WCGO. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us tonight on Beyond uh, the Beltway, wherever you're listening from coast to coast and border to border. Uh, If you've gone to Beyond the Beltway and uh, not said that you like us, please say that you like us. I'm not going to beg like uh, the president begged suburban housewives to like me. Please clap. Please like me. Please like me. But anyway, please do so. Um, Let's let each of our guests now introduce themselves. They're joining us for the first hour, and in the second hour, we're going to be joined 
uh, by Derek Blakely, who is a former network reporter uh, for CBS and NBC, and also uh, uh, Kenton McCarthy, who is a financial advisor who joins us from Arizona. And he was the first person that raised the, raised the red flag a long time ago, probably back in February, that Arizona would be lost to the Republicans and that Senator McSally would be long gone. Uh, Nick Com, tell everybody who you are for those that just tuned in. Sure. Thank you, Bruce. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I run a communications firm out of Chicago, crisis communications and reputation management firm out of Chicago. Eric along, Cohen. Along with Joe Kaiser, I host Sources with Knowledge on News Talk 560, The Answer, 8 a.m. on Saturdays and 3 p.m. on Sundays. Or you can go to your friendly local podcast feed and search Sources with Knowledge to find us there. For my day job, I'm the director of communications at the Acton Institute for the Study of Religion and Liberty. Were you uh, once upon a time a Republican or a Democrat? I actually worked for the Republican Party at one point in time, okay. yes. You managed campaigns, didn't you? I used to manage campaigns. I was the communications director for the Cook County Republican Party to the extent such a thing did then or has ever existed. Um, ran Republican campaigns for a number of years, yes. When did you fade away from the Republican Party? I lost any passion for calling myself a Republican sometime in the later George W. Bush years. I didn't care as much about the party orientation. I care even less about calling myself um, a, a party person now than I did then. Um, I've, I've, I have a lot of issues with not just the Republican Party, but the Democrat Party, but the party structure in general uh, that I think need to be fixed before I have any interest in associating with them again. Do you think at this moment in time that Donald Trump is the... Uh... He's still the leader of the Republican Party? He's still the sitting president of the United States, so absolutely. Who will wrest that from him? That is a really hard thing to say, and we're going through a really fascinating time where we're watching people like Tom Cotton and Marco Rubio and different people who are trying to do this thing where they claim the mantle of Trumpism without being Donald Trump. You see this in the ideas that the Republican Party is like rising Phoenix-like um, as a multi-ethnic worker party. I think a lot of these people are out over their skis, and the problem with what they're trying to do, the project is there is no Trumpism without Trump. Trumpism is fundamentally to me a psychological phenomenon that is associated with the man himself. Um, the idea that much of his uh, adoration out there and support comes from the policies that he was offering um, to me is often a secondary justification for people who just like the guy. So I think Tom Cotton, Marco Rubio, all these people, Josh Hawley are going to have a really difficult try time trying to claim that mantle because they're just never going to be as entertaining or interesting as Donald Trump was. And Nick, come, what do you think about the future of Donald Trump and keep trying to hold on to the brand? Well, there was a great uh, op-ed in the uh, Wall Street Journal, I think, yesterday that talked about it. He has remade the Republican Party in many respects. Mm -hmm. And assuming that it goes the way you guys are saying and that he's going to end up losing this election. He certainly is going to have tremendous influence over the party for years to come. I mean, the way he's dealt with um, trade policy, the way he's dealt with foreign interventions and so forth has completely transformed the Republican Party. He's also shown Republicans, including some of the ones that you just mentioned, how to fight. I mean, he's a fighter. That's the thing. And one of the things that characterized Republicans for years is they were really good at losing. And now perhaps they have figured out that losing with dignity the way Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney and Bob John Dole. McCain and Bob Dole go back all of these years, it basically shows you that that's very nice and it'll get you some brief uh, applause from uh, folks who used to be Republicans and 
folks who are never Trumpers and inside folks the who are in the, inside the Beltway and we're beyond the Beltway, mm-hmm. but it's not going to amount to a hill of beans. And basically a lot of it, I agree with a lot of what you def- definitely said, that there's a lot of support for him from a personality standpoint, that that's why he's able to fill these arenas. And he's a showman. He's a he's a showman in so many respects. And can Don- that cult of personality uh, has really Don- served him Donald well. Can Donald Trump keep it together by anointing his son, Don Jr.? No. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think no. there really is a future in the. It, although they had, they do share uh, Don Jr. and Ivanka share a lot of the traits that Donald does. Mm-hmm. But again, I think the bigger impact is what I just said that he has shown Republicans the, a different way from a policy standpoint in many respects. A lot of conservative principles, but a lot of non-traditional Republican mm-hmm. principles as well. If he sends a signal that he is not going to go away, I mean, he, once we get through these several months of, of legal battles, and he is still hanging around doing something. He can uh, be a kingmaker, though, Bruce. This is the thing. In 2024, right. I, I think if he, the talk about him running again in 2024, I don't, assuming he can, loses re-election now, um, I don't see that happening. I do see him becoming a kingmaker for whoever it's going to be. The power that he has, if he's able to swing his enthusiastic sport, even a fraction of it, to one of the presidential contenders in the Republican Party, Here, it's going to be huge. Here's my, here's my question, though. If he continues to hang around and send a signal that he is going to run again to try to get the White House back, does that send a signal to Joe Biden that notwithstanding what he has said, he will run for re-election and you will have two 80-year-old guys, plus 80-year-old guys, running for the presidency, for those but of he us, doesn't go away. For those of us who are Republicans, the idea that Joe Biden now, if he ends up becoming the president, doesn't survive the four years of his first term and only term, it's a disaster because we fear Kamala Harris way more than we do Joe Biden. So I think the idea of some sort of an epic rematch between Joe Biden and Donald Trump four years from now is a, a fantasy. But you're, you're saying a battle for the heart and soul of the Democratic Party with the incumbent president of the United States being Joe Biden, albeit eighty plus He's years a old, caretaker. He would. Bruce. Well, you—that's what you've said. Come on. For the, you've said that day in, day out for the last eight months. You said that he was senile. He doesn't come across like he's senile. Has he missed a step? Yes, he has missed a step. But does he does he come across as senile? He certainly doesn't cross come across as senile to the hundred and eighty million people that voted for him. Do you mean the 74 million people? 174 million. No, no. Correct. 74. 74. 74. There's no 174. Correct. 74. About 74 Correct. to 70. 74 million. If you were 174, I might agree with Nick on okay. some of the voter fraud <laughs> claims that he's been, okay. he's been suggesting. No, but seriously, does it, does it, at what point does Joe Biden wake up and say, wait a minute, maybe I'm not ready to go? Again, I hope he makes it through his term if he okay. ends up as the president. Any possibility, Eric? I, it's as hard to say as I think some of the projections that Nick is making about the Republican Party as well, yeah. which I think are um, true as of right now, but straight line projections that like he's remade the Republican Party. It's going to be like this, you know, or kind of like the uh, the, you know, the Roman Empire will never fall. The Ottoman Empire will never fall. Um, I'm just I'm not sure. And we will see. We, we will see as different people try to step in. You know, power doesn't sit idly and it abhors a vacuum. So those people like the Josh Hollies and the Marco Rubios are going to try to step in and wrest control of it. And what that ends up looking like 
I think it could be very difficult for us to say if we were to go back and think about 2008, what we thought the Republican Party might look like in 2016, we probably would have all been very, very wrong about that. It's the terrible thing about the future is it's very difficult to predict. But I don't Let's think you go can to... go back. I don't think you can go back. I don't think you can go backwards now based on what Trump well, I, has I done with the party. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I disagree with that. It's just that, like, what does the forward evolution look like? And I'm saying that it's very likely it doesn't look like I think it will, and it doesn't either look like you think it will either. I look think at, we look don't at all the, Look at all the blacks and Latinos that have been attracted to the Republican Party in numbers that or they have Trump. never been. But have they or been attracted to Trump? To Trump. But to without Tr- Trump being there, do they stick around? That it, is a big question. It depends question. on whoever runs again and whether they follow his... Uh, his it, it depends template. on if he runs again. It depends on some policy he's choices that... I, I agree with you. I don't think he's, he's going to. Right. He's The most likely thing Donald Trump is going to do is he's going to keep tweeting, and I think he is going to turn the rallies he's been doing as a campaign event into a moneymaker into a money maker yeah. and charge uh, admission prices Absolutely. for all of it. Or it would do be a the most to compete with Fox, or right? Whatever. You know, everybody gets a free steak when they come in. You know, it's it'll it'll be <laughs> the most a free with Trump, Trump steak when they come in. It'll be the most Trump thing that he could possibly do. <laughs> so it'll be another show. Donald Donald Trump is not getting off. He's not end, exiting stage left. Oh yeah, no, no, he's definitely not going away, no matter what the outcome is. Let's go to Tom in Youngstown, Ohio. Go ahead, you're on the air, Tom. Hey, I've got four parts of this. I hope you'll be patient. I don't know whether we got four parts, but go ahead. Speak fast. Okay. As far as Trump is concerned, um, he's going to be General Flint. Michael Flint. In other words, they're going to find some way of discrediting him, uh, going after his kids, what have you, to get him out of the picture once he's out of the presidency. Number two, as far as why it's important, I'll tell you why it's important that we get this right. Number one, you got Al Gore, who uh, 20 years ago had one county, one state, and took 38 days right up until the 14th of December. There's no reason why Trump should not have uh, equal, at least to that point, equal opportunity. And if the courts say, no, this, there's something here, then go beyond that. But here's also the big picture. Uh, Four years ago, it was nationalism versus globalism. It was conservatism versus uh, socialism. It was conservatism versus liberalism. It still is. We're 50% divided in this country. We've got so many problems with this country that uh, you can't just drive the car off the cliff and go in one direction, especially with what the Democrats say they hope to do if they get uh, both the Senate, the House, and the, and the uh, executive branch. And you also have a problem here, Bruce, where, you know, we are not fixing the structure uh, of the House. And, you know, it's like, a, it's like having a house where all you're doing is slapping paint on it, or having a car where all you're doing is washing the, right. the outside of it, and you're not maintaining it. And, and, you know, one week from today, Bruce, one week from today is the 57th anniversary of John Kennedy's assassination. Do you guys realize that there are still documents that haven't we've got been a, We've got to pause, Tom. We've got to pause. Don't go away. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be. It's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com because it's your news, your nation. Steven. 
Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Stephen. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Stephen. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Lessons in all 50 states. And MLS can see access number 3030. At Lowe's, we're giving a special thanks to our pros during our Provember event, now through November 25th. We have deals and events, plus credit programs that work for pros. We're offering everyday 5% savings on eligible purchases. Plus, through March 31st, 2021, 60 days promotional financing on your Lowe's business account or extended terms on eligible account receivables. Learn more in-store or at Lowe'sforpros.com. You'll see why we're the new home for pros. Subject to credit approval, terms apply, U.S. only. Hey, everybody, it's JT from Barbecue Nation. On Barbecue Nation, you can hear the best of the best from the world of barbecue and outdoor cooking. Perhaps Amy Mills from 17th Street Barbecue will stop by the studio. And our buddy Stephen Reichlin from Barbecue University is always ready to share his secrets and style on Barbecue Nation. And Malcolm Reed, well, Malcolm will show you how to barbecue right. That's Barbecue Nation, Saturdays from noon to 2 on Chicago Smart Talk, WCGO. Are you sick of having your content dictated to you by some faceless corporation? Do you want the freedom to say what's on your mind and not on the script given to you? Then consider joining the Gab Radio Network. Gab has all of the technical expertise of the big guys with none of the confining restrictions or political agendas. Here at Gab, we just want to help you put on a great show. To learn more, email info at gabradionetwork.com. That's info at gabradionetwork.com. Gab Radio Network. Talk unfettered. Hey, it's JT and Leanne. Join us for the Heart and Home Radio Show, brought to you by Exit Realty. Sundays at 11 on Smart Talk, WCGO, AM and FM. Booster One, we continue on Beyond the Beltway. Let's go to Alan, uh, listening to us in Chicago. Go ahead, Alan. Alan, are you there? Alan, are you there? Speak up or go to your room. The conspiracy got to him. Russ, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, the conspiracy got to him. By the way, uh, uh, Tom is correct. Next uh, week is the 57th anniversary of the uh, Kennedy assassination. And you know, one thing I remember from a couple of years ago, Donald Trump, when he ran, he said he was going to release all that information. And then there was a big publicity for about two weeks that he was going to release all that information. And to my knowledge, he never released all that information. So let's go. He's got just a couple of months to go. Let's get it out there. Or four years. <laughs> or I four was years. waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, you want to release? You, you believed uh, it at one point. Yeah, I, I, before I... It, it is kind of an Occam's razor thing to me now that the most logical explanation of it is that one very uh, troubled young communist, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, assassinated Kennedy 
Um, oh, but yeah, we're like this. Excellent. yes, yes. Let's I if we're gonna it. go conspiracy, let's go full conspiracy. Uh, but yeah, I think With it would be fascinating to see rifle, all of those three shots in two point two um, seconds. Yeah, it was an excellent marksman. Know. Yeah, I um, I no, I think it would be fascinating Grassy to see Noel. the documents Grassy that uh, picket fence. Yeah, um, uh, I think it would be fascinating to see the documents. Uh, you don't released. believe it, Nick? Yeah. I believe there. I believe that uh, Oswald was one of the shooters, but okay. I don't believe he was the only shooter. Let me amend. I believe he was the only shooter, but whether or not who might have had influence on him, that I think we do not know. Mob. Mob, CAA. That's what Castro, I thought. Castro, who knows? Castro. Mafia, who knows? Let's go to Champion Russ Kana. in Desplaines, <laughs> Illinois. Go ahead. Russ, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you guys doing? Tonight? We are doing fine, Russ. How about how are things in Desplaines? Uh, things, things are quite placid. Oh, good. <laughs> how can we help you? <laughs> <clears throat> Well, this is my question. Um, I get a bit frustrated with the uh, um, with the way that the left uh, sets up their own realities for their own self, uh, you know, self fulfilling prophecies. For instance, when they when they immediately call uh, what's in dispute about um, you know in regards to this election, baseless and largely debunked. Yeah. What what what's glaringly uh, devoid in that argument is, well, what do you know that we don't know? Why don't we know it? Why don't why aren't you eager to share it? What information do you have that brought you to that final conclusion? Mm-hmm. And why aren't we privy to it? And I find that to be a, a pattern on the left, um, whether it's with pro-science stuff, um, you know, it's saying, you know, believe the experts. Well, you know, who doesn't who doesn't believe the experts? That's a very general kind of thing. And they set them up. They, they set themselves up for success. So what is exactly well, wait a minute. When you talk when you talk problem? when you talk about believing the experts, let's just go back to our last phone call from uh, Youngstown, Ohio. What did the experts tell us in 1963 about what happened? Most people didn't believe what the experts were telling us then. And That's 57 <laughs> years ago, and they still don't. Both right, right. and, and, both, and right this, and both right and left. Yeah, this, this, this is the problem that I have is that, you know, I, you know I, I remember one of the first things I was struck by when I went to university was how much, how much uh, inner conflict and, um, and, how, and how, how much less consistent the scientific community was than what the citizenry uh, believed. Um, you mm-hmm. know, so 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 pro science is is just this is just this banner. Um, mm-hmm. And so when the left is supposed to be our you know our educated elite that that you know that goes off and and commits to understanding more and knowing deeply the things that maybe might be superficial to those that are in rural communities or or didn't go to the same schools as them. Mm-hmm. Well, share some information about this. What has been largely been debunked about this election? Get, share the information so we can have it and chew on it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. What is the info? What is it? What do they what, know? What, what, is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what does debunked mean to you, Eric? 
I wouldn't use the term debunked. I would say that evidence has not been marshaled to prove the case that they are trying to make. And by all means, if they can bring more evidence that would invalidate 146,000 votes that would change that margin in in Michigan or 67,000 in Pennsylvania, almost 68,000, 20,000 in Wisconsin, 14,000 in Georgia, by all means, make the argument, bring the evidence. But the the cases that have been filed and the evidence that has been attached to them and the affidavits that have been sworn do not do that. To come back to the Kennedy thing for one moment to make a point about this, also because it's fun, um, think about a scale for a moment and think about uh, the Nazis on one end and the Holocaust on the other. It seems to balance, right? 20th century, arguably 20th century's greatest crime, 20th century's greatest criminals. In the Kennedy situation, you had John Kennedy, who take you know what we may argue about his political record out of it for a moment, a hugely consequential and beloved president, and a 22-year-old communists that even the Soviet Union didn't want on the other end of the scale. And it does not seem to balance. And so our part of our human nature wants to gild one end of that to make it make more sense that sometimes horrible, awful things like that, inconsequential people can do very consequential things. And I think with all due respect to Nick's position here, I think what is going on is people wanting to add a lot more meaning to the outcome of this election than actually exists there. Let's find out. Bring the evidence. Make the argument I in agree. court, but they're not doing not it. Not yet. Russ, final word to you. We have a short amount of time. Russ, final word to you. Go ahead, Russ. Okay, here, one last thing is that the fact that you try to equate this election with 2016 is, ab- is absolutely preposterous. Because 2016, everybody was, was told that it was going to be an absolute landslide and he was beat handily. Uh, in comparison to those to those prognoses, you're told so, to be a landslide like, this one too. What are we basing this all on? No, we were told it was going to be a landslide this time. I just, I, I, sometimes these kinds of things happen. And again, bring the evidence, make the argument, file Rush, the lawsuits. Rush, they haven't. We've got to move on. One thing that we've also had this time that we've not had in the past, we had a government entity, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, tell us that the election was. As pure as the white as, as white as snow. I don't ever remember a government agency telling us that after an election. Why did they feel it necessary to tell us that? I'm Bruce Dumont. Another full hour coming up. We're going to be For joined some, by Derek news Blakely is about and their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in prime time. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field... 
Today'sMilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at Today'sMilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who is it? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to ancientlifeoil.com. CBD, broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking, 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. WCGO with talkers that listen and radio that inspires. Past episodes, visit gabradionetwork.com. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sunday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Smart Talk, WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back on Beyond the Beltway. Thank you very much for joining us. Hour number two. And in hour number two, we welcome Kenton McCarthy from the great state of Arizona joins us. And Derek Blakely, who is a retired network executive or reporter. And he joins us from our home base here in Evanston, Illinois. And also in studio, we continue with Nick Com and with Eric Cohn. Uh, Eric, I'm sorry, uh, Kenton, I want to begin with you because... You were a guest many times this past year on the program, and early in the year, very early in the year, you said that you thought that Donald Trump would lose Arizona, and you thought that uh, Senator McSally would lose re-election. What is it that you saw then that everybody else just sort of ignored until uh, a week ago Tuesday? 
Well, it actually goes back even further because if you recall, two years ago, could we, we had also a frame 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 up when, your picture a little bit because you're you're a little out of frame. There you go. There you that? go. That's good. Always put okay. your face in the middle. Yeah, of the two picture. two years ago. <laughs> two years ago, we had a conversation when Ducey appointed Kyle to sit in for the Senate seat for a few months, and remember, uh, McSally was going to run. And she had already lost to cinema. And we talked about the hazards of appointing a certified, electorally certified loser to that seat. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. There were other candidates that I would like to have seen appointed. But she ran a lackluster campaign, little enthusiasm. She had less enthusiasm than Fred Thompson did when he ran for president and got beat up on side issues. They didn't talk about the national scope of things, especially as they evolved and devolved this yeah. summer. For and those, for those, listen, for those listening around the country, Kenton, on, on paper, for, those, guy. for those listening around the country, what's happening in Arizona? You used to be a rock rib Republican state and you are no more. Why? Well, we've, we're down about half a million registered Republicans in Maricopa County. So we've seen an influx from California. That's going to that's gonna blow up the state a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we, have a, we have a media presence that is mostly far left leaning, especially here in Maricopa County. Gannett pretty much runs the show. And the McCain Mafia still runs the GOP. We still haven't gotten rid of the McCain legacy and the sooner we do, the better off the GOP in this state will be. But how likely is that going to happen? Now the, now the fact that Cindy McCain has flexed her muscles, why should she uh, take a back seat to anybody? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know what muscles she has other than her trust fund. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a more compelling character than Martha McSally. Martha McSally was a never-Trumper. It took it, – Lou Dobbs failed – over the course of two minutes to get her to mention the word wall a couple years ago until he finally had to bail on the interview. So she was just lackluster, just not enthusiastic and finally got on his coattails and kind of ran as a, as a Trumpian populist, but it was too little mm-hmm. too late because they had already, they had already buried her with the pre-existing condition smear. Eric Cohen has got a comment for you. Well, I have more of a question. So, we had talked in the previous hour about the various merits or dismerits of Donald Trump as a, as a candidate and the, right. the, his performance nationally. So he loses I, the state of Arizona. Eric, I'm getting, I, got, I got the sense that you don't like Trump. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. from, the, um, from and McSally, who has lost now two races, um, how much of this... Yeah, she's Doug Ducey us, is a she's popular... two Democrat senators. Doug Ducey is a popular governor. The uh, Republicans still hold the state legislature. How much of this do you attribute just to the relative unpopularity of Donald Trump and Martha McSally as bad candidates for the state of Arizona? And how much of it is kind of a larger phenomenon of the state moving more Democrat? Well, it is moving more Democrat, but I don't think... I, I disagree with you saying... Trump is unpopular here. He is exceedingly popular here. Ducey is exceedingly unpopular. He got he got roughed up in the COVID crisis. Ducey got roughed up by cinema about ten times a day. So between between cinema beating him up for a lockdown 
and him wavering, he didn't know which side of the fence to sit on. So he tried to sit in the middle and he just, it made him look like a, a jackass all summer long, okay. ineffectual, grasping and failing. I want to, I want to move the conversation beyond just Arizona. Nick, you've got a comment what? and then I want to bring Derek into the I just want to ask a question about Arizona and you mentioned the McCain <clears throat> mafia, Kenton. And obviously the California migration, which I find fascinating, is like, let's move from one failed state with our policies and create that in another state in Arizona. But how much of Donald Trump's antipathy to John McCain do you think was a factor in him losing Arizona? It didn't help him because there's still the legacy. of There's a halo effect of John McCain because of his story and his 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 POW status. So that, that carries with him forever. Um, dismissing him out of hand, probably not one of Trump's better moves as far as the state, but I don't think that had the impact. I don't think that was still lingering this time around. We were, we saw, we saw bedlam in the streets, which no one, no Senator here decided to even talk about. You couldn't get cinema to talk about anything other than masks all summer long, she wouldn't even mention BLM and Antifa. Derek um, Blakely, I so, want to get your reaction. We, we've not heard from you in this uh, hour yet. Uh, what is your take on the election uh, that has taken place and uh, how the president is reacting to the uh, will of the voters? Well, the president's performance, uh, I could say it's disappointing if it wasn't of a piece. I mean, uh, the president uh, came in uh with this revenge uh, scenario from the first day he he was in office and it followed throughout his campaign and now it's following throughout his loss. Uh, For a vain, uh, egotistical and and self-centered guy, uh, he's reached the new heights uh, in rejecting the results of the election. I don't think it's doing- How does it hurt democracy? How does it hurt democracy, Derek? I I think it's- uh, reduces confidence in elections, and, and that hurts democracy. I don't think there's a long-term uh, harm. I think Biden will will uh, get his administration together, and all the hand-wringing about that is, is a little overdone. Uh, but no one doubts that uh, the person who is going to have his hand on the Bible on January 20th is Joe Biden. And uh, for Donald Trump to uh, uh, play out this, this, this fantasy about uh, the election being stolen, I think hurts his supporters and uh, hurts the Republican Party. Kenton, how does he keep his brand alive? I'm talking about the president now. Keeps doing what he's doing. It was a rigged election. It was cooked. Everything. I don't think Sidney Powell is going to risk his reputation. I don't think McInerney is going to risk his reputation. And Trump doesn't seem like the kind of guy that calls someone's bluff unless he's got an ace card. I don't, I don't see the upside. And calling him vain and arrogant, uh, that's almost, that gets you successful in New York real estate. And it's probably a requirement to run for office in D.C. Okay, when we come back, we're going to pick up the conversation, talk about some other issues, and look ahead and find out uh, what is likely to happen in Congress and how important are those two races in Georgia. Back shortly. 
For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Your tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? And you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-364-0848. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-364-0848. 800-364-0848. That's 800-364-0848. With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like $0 co-pays on primary care doctor visits and lab tests. Wow. Plus $0 co-pays on virtual visits. Wow. It's time to take advantage. Wow. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. That's AdvantageWow.com. Benefits vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. Wow. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Marvelous, because I, a thespian, have been on a quest for the perfect insurance. Sweet balcony. I've requested no less than 13 balconies. That's... A lot. All the world's a stage. Well, with Liberty Mutual, thou customize and thou saveth. That's the spirit. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sue McCarthy. Join us for the Travel Planners Radio Show. Your ticket to the world of travel. Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, I want to switch gears and talk about uh, something else, and that is in the last, uh, I would say, maybe six months of this campaign, uh, and maybe I'm too short in assessing a time frame on this, but there's been a growing concern amongst those who are conservative political observers that Fox News ain't what it used to be and that they see things that are happening there that they don't like. And they think that perhaps it opens up an opportunity for someone to come along and be a, an alternative to Fox that would be a little more efficient. And uh, I want to begin that discussion. First of all, I want to start with you, Derek, by just giving your your overall assessment of, of Fox 
and which I know has not generally been very good. <laughs> but do you understand why some conservatives think that Fox News has gone astray? No, I don't. I mean, uh, Fox News, uh, the major complaint I have is that Fox News called Arizona, which uh, 90% of the news outlets have. Um, curiously, uh, the New York Times hasn't, which is hated by, uh, by conservatives. Um, but uh, they seem to be uh, following standard news practices, uh, pretty much. And I don't know what the, the conservatives want them to do, deny reality. Uh, the way uh, the president is doing and, and uh, his supporters are. Um, I, I I did watch quite a bit of Fox because uh, I always like to see what uh, uh, they're saying. Uh, they're, they're very influential. And uh, I think they realize that uh, Joe Biden is going to be president, uh, that the American people elected him president, and that the, uh, the claims of fraud and uh, a rigged election are baseless. Uh, that no evidence has been presented, that no court has uh, supported that evidence, and that uh, that uh, you know that 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 ship is sailed. Eric Cohen, I want to begin with you, and then I want to get everybody else to weigh in on it. When did when did you begin to think that there was maybe a change in the political presentation from Fox during this campaign? Was it election night, or was it before that? If we're talking about the news side of Fox News, I don't really think there's been that much of a change. I think they've continued to be the news side of Fox News. George Will had this observation a few years ago that I think is correct, that there's this popular belief that Fox News has been good for conservatism and bad for journalism. And I think it is the exact opposite. I think the news side of Fox, Brett Baer's program, I think is the best of any of the nightly news broadcasts. Mm -hmm. I think Chris Wallace's Sunday show is the best of the Sunday shows. Um, I think their news and political team are very, very good. I can't defend what goes on on the evening opinion side of things. And from the point of view of conservatism, if Sean Hannity is your leading light, you have a movement with an issue. So I think the problem that some people are having with Fox now is that they're not being like Newsmax or OANN and just echoing the things that the president is saying. And if that's what people want from it, well, that's not a news network. That's just an entire opinion program. And that's basically what those two other networks are. And they can switch over to it. And I think, frankly, some competition for Fox with people who are right of center would probably be a good thing. Is CNN a objective uh, journalistic outfit on the news side? Again, I don't think there's such thing as objective journalism, but I think there is plenty of problems in CNN's news reporting. And I think MSNBC is also like you can point to Brett Baer as the anchor on Fox. Who's the anchor on MSNBC? Rachel Maddow was leading their election. Night Brian coverage. Williams. Who is who is uh, let's super let's, credibility there. Let's go to uh, uh, Kenton. Kenton, uh, where did you first see a changing of the the product that you witness on Fox? It's been slow, and and, and Bruce, you ignore my tweets as most people do, and as most people should. What I think of Fox News, two things. First of all, Fox News is the Harvey Weinstein of media, wherein <laughs> it's mostly transactional, and it, it works until it doesn't. I think Roger Ailes, I don't think Murdoch or Ailes were ideologues, but they realized that riding the conservative wave would be a good business model. Well, that conservative wave 
has been transcended by a nationalist populist wave. And that's not something that Fox or the Wall Street Journal or Davos man can abide. So you've seen this trip, this, this transfer where we don't like Trump personally, and we certainly don't like nationalism or populism. And that's reflected, I think, more on the Wall Street Journal editorial page and the front page than it is on Fox News, because the leader on Fox News is Tucker Carlson today and will be until his contract expires and someone finds him a better home. Your reaction, uh, Nick? Well, I think... It's been a slow uh, move towards the center on the part of Fox News, even on the news side, because they're trying really hard on the news side to be objective. But there's such a counterweight towards the left on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, that there is, I think, a natural hunger in the conservative community for something that is a true counterweight. And that is something that Fox News was for a while. The guy who's running their decision desk, though, is an avowed Democrat. And that's why there was so fr- much frustration on election night in particular. Well, let, let's go, let's go in the decision to, well, to does, make does the that call. mean his, his calls were wrong? I mean, what? He's a Democrat. He's a Republican. He's an Independent. So you're trying to project an election objectively. Does that mean his calls were wrong? I don't know if they were wrong. They don't well, appear to be wrong. Excuse me. I say they don't appear to be wrong. Right. So what does it make? What is affiliation? Derek, are you going to deny the bias that is pervasive in the media, both at the local level and a national level on network after network after network? I was responding to your characterization. I understand. And I I answered your question. Now answer mine. I'm sorry? I answered your question. Now answer mine. Repeat the question, please. Sure. Are you denying that there is a pervasive left bias in news rooms on a local level, on a national level, towards the left in this country? I don't see newsrooms all over the country, so I can't uh, comment on that. I would say that there has been a more obvious leftward drift uh, in national news over, um, over the past 10 or 15 years that I've noticed. Um, and I, uh, local news, I, I, it varies in various places. My question to you, there's an apolitical point to this. I mean, I only got <clears throat> my MBA from ASU, but I look at it from a brand management perspective. As a business model, I don't understand how it makes sense to destroy your brand right in front of your customers. Basically insult them, tell them to go away, tell them they're wrong, and tell them you no longer have use for them. Where is Fox News going to go from there as a brand? That's you, what's really here's my here's my question to you. If you are a news operation and you want to serve your public, which may be more right of center, more conservative, and you use your expertise and the power given to you uh, in in voter projections, and you go on the air and you call a state for uh, Joe Biden, so what? Are you saying that they should have taken that information, which now 14 days later we know was accurate, at least according to my assessment it was accurate? Do you say yeah. basically, you know yeah. what, we're, we're, we're going to look the other way. We're, we're going to call it for Trump or pretend that it doesn't even exist. How, how is that? 
How does that bring integrity to the discussion of what they called? I mean, there were there were conservative there were conservative people working inside the networks four years ago on the desks of NBC and CBS and ABC. And you know what? When it came time to call Wisconsin or Michigan or Pennsylvania, they called it. They didn't pull their punch. So why are we expecting the, the, the guy making the call at Fox that he should have pulled his punch? Kenton? Do we overestimate the degree do we overestimate the degree to which calling something prematurely affects the outcome? Is that the assumption? They were done if voting. We're How would it affect a, the outcome? An early call, other states. It's West Coast. Other other states it can, but it I, I don't know that it has in fact <clears throat> dampened enthusiasm in that state or other states i don't know if we'd be having what this do, what what does it what does it tell you I'm, i want to get i want to get back to i want to get back to the credentials of the guy who made the call was he fraudulent or not you didn't like what he did but was he fraudulent by calling the state for joe biden maybe premature i don't think there was fraud involved that was his guess. These guys are guessing as much as everyone else did. Look, it, it, was, it was their projection. I think it is fair to say it was an aggressive projection, yes. given the amount of <clears throat> ballots that were as of yet uncounted. But, you know, if we'll stipulate for the sake of uh, my friend Nick here that the what we see right now is the outcome of the election is going to be the outcome of the election. It wasn't incorrect. So the fact that he's a Democrat or a Republican or from Mars, I don't know the impact that that's supposed to have on whether or not he calls the state. Bruce, let me interject here. Yeah, and well, with Kelly- one point about the larger election Go. that uh, I don't know if this was made earlier, but I think the greatest tactical mistake that Trump and the Trump team made was discouraging their voters from early voting. That no doubt uh, is a more convenient form of voting. It's easier to do. And uh, by discouraging, uh, discouraging their base from voting that way, I think they lost votes. They lost votes on election day. People can't get to the polls. Uh, things come up. Uh, they lost votes. Well, that will be one of the many things that will be dissected point, for uh, quite a long time. And when we come back, we'll talk more about campaign 2020. And also, let's look ahead to what might happen in the big runoff in the state of Georgia. Back shortly. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. 
If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org/caregiving for care guides and community support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Ever get the feeling that a clean car just runs and drives better than a dirty car? That's because it's true. Evanston Car Wash has been serving the North Shore communities for over 60 years, helping hundreds of thousands of cars stay clean, preserve their value, and give you a nice, clean ride. Not only will Evanston Car Wash make your ride sparkle, but they use a soft cloth that doesn't risk damage to your vehicle's surface. A car is one of your major expenses, so don't trust it to just anyone with suds in a bucket. Treat it right by taking it to the Evanston car wash pick from a variety of car wash packages starting at just eight dollars and you can save even more money by joining their membership program evanston car wash is open every single day that's seven days a week at 8 a.m located right there on dempster street just east of mccormick for full details on custom wash and detail packages just google evanston's best car wash and evanston car wash will pop right up evanston car wash the north shore's number one car wash choice for over 60 years It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Tune in Sunday night, 8 p.m. It's Steve Levin, the Dice Man. Roll the dice where you don't know what the heck we're going to be talking about, but you be sure to listen, learn, and laugh. back. Thanks for joining us tonight. 1-800-723-8289 is the phone number. And let's go to El Paso, Texas. Go ahead. Uh, you're on the air. Ben in El Paso. Yeah, um, I'm just kind of tired of you guys talking about my, my president as being an empty suit, a showman for the media, a clown. All the things that his direction from day one, he's worked his for the American people. I mean, he, he has uh, decreased regulations, given us the lowest unemployment of history, <clears throat> history of Hispanics and blacks, and released the, the economic powerhouse of, of the United States by decreasing his regulations. Gave us three Supreme Court judges, originalists, who believe in the Constitution. Ben, I did, Ben, ben excuse, me, excuse me for interrupting, but... I, I did not refer to the president with any of the terms 
that you have described. I don't know who, I think we have one guest on the program who's not a fan of Donald Trump's. But my question to, to my you knowledge, is... I didn't use any of those terms either. To, to, to my, my question to you is, <laughs> we have an election. Every four years, we have an election in this country. We all go out, we work as hard as we possibly can for the candidate of our choice. The election is held, there's a winner, there's a loser, and then we lick our wounds and go forward. What is it about this election that you feel that the public did not respond to in the same way that they've responded to previous elections for president? I think that, okay, one thing for sure, I would like to get in and get this in, is that uh, he, he, what my president is doing right now is defending the 70 million plus votes and the voters that voted for him. That's what he is doing. Just because there were 74 million that did, 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 uh, that didn't say that, you know that they voted for uh, Kamala Harris, uh, that's that's one thing. But he's defending our votes, and I think you know until I, I I think that he should do as much as he can, and I applaud him and I thank him very much for doing so because what has been done to this. Uh, um, uh, our our, our um, election is a travesty. And is there no, any no is there anything just, is there anything that's keeping him from doing what he wants to do? I mean, uh, Nick Com has been time. here. Nick Nick Com is here. He just said, "Let the president go as far as he can go." I think even uh, yes. even Eric said, "You know, as long as he's going to pay for these suits, l- let him go as far as he can go." But at a certain point. Would you acknowledge, Ben, that at a certain point uh, the jig is up and it's over? There's no more. There's no battles to fight. Uh, until the very last <clears throat> battle is fought, I, I will not not say that. Yes, I, I, I think the president should go to, to every length that he can to defend my vote, to defend the seventy million votes okay. uh, that, that, that were cast for him. And Eric I, and I and I, and I thank him very much for doing so. Okay, I want to, Eric is here. He disagrees with you, uh, so let him respond to you. This is Ben in El Paso, Texas. We talked about this earlier with uh, with Nick and I <clears> that <throat> he has legal avenues available to him. He should pursue them through the legal avenues. The cases he have, has filed have yet to present evidence that would support what they are asking for. They have yet to claim that there are enough fraudulent votes in any of these states to overturn the outcomes there. So I don't, you know, I don't fault uh, the caller for his uh, love of the president of the United States. I disagree with him on, I agree with a a lot of the policy outcome stuff. I disagree with him on the character questions. I assume we haven't really gotten into that, but I, you know, I don't quite know what I'm arguing against here. Okay. Ben, thanks very much for your call. We're going to go to uh, crown point, Indiana. Bonnie is listening to us tonight. She wants to weigh in on Fox news. Go ahead. Hello. Okay, so I'm a conservative, and a lot of my friends are, and everybody is leaving. uh, People are jumping ship from Fox in droves. Um, I believe that the the man who was running it before, his sons are now, and they are feeling that it's just another mainstream news network, Um, and they they are going to... Newsmax primarily, but then also to OAN, 
And they are also, while they're jumping ship from there, they're also leaving uh, Facebook and Twitter in droves because of the censorship that has gone on regarding especially um, the Hunter Biden laptop scandal where, you know, there was mention of, you know, his father getting you know, money and rel- other relatives. Bonnie, and, let me interge- and, let me interject. Well, let me interject here and ask. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Derek Blakely to, to to weigh in on this. Uh, is there anything uh, that you see about this current election uh, that was on the up and up? Anything that I see is on the up and up. No, you did you, I mean, I, 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 I want you to an- I want you to answer Bonnie's position. She doesn't seem to think that anything is on the up and up and people are leaving Fox News in droves, is there any evidence that uh, Fox News is losing uh, uh, significant traffic, and are they losing also uh, in their battle against Facebook and Twitter? Well, um, there are a lot of people upset with Fox News. Uh, there is no evidence that they've uh, distorted information, that they have uh, uh, not uh, not reported uh Honestly, I think what the people are upset about is that uh, Fox News has bought in has not bought into a lot of the conspiracy theories and uh, that are uh, rampant in the, in the conservative world, and uh, that they want they want a news outlet that's going to endorse uh, things that uh, aren't factual uh, or at least uh, promote them. Do you agree uh, with that, they, Bonnie? Bonnie, do you agree with that? No, I don't. I don't because I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Um, so Fox News ratings have really dropped, and I think it happened. Uh, a big part of that happened when they called the election for Biden, because as we all know, there is no president elect until you know the the the, the states have have certified, and and you know there's a process. But prior, and but prior to that, Bonnie, Bonnie, one second, prior, one second, Bonnie, Bonnie, one second, Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. Yes. Prior to yes. that, Tucker Carlson on Fox had the highest ratings of any news show in the history right. of television. Right. So how can right. you say? How can, okay. All right. So how can how can you say? that conservatives are leaving Fox News in droves, as you have said, how can they do that and maintain the largest audience of anyone in cable uh, television news ever? They seem to fly in the face of one another. I can tell you, if you'll let me finish, they are are listening to Tucker Carlson, but then the rest of it, then they they change the station. And so they're they're hoping that Tucker will leave Fox I'm just saying they're they're hoping that he'll leave Fox. They're loyal to Tucker, but the rest of Fox they're not listening to. And they're also, like I said, they're also leaving Facebook and Twitter because of the censorship that has gone on. Um, I know several friends who posted stuff about the the Hunter Biden laptop scandal, and it was it was marked um, false news or whatever. Kenton, you know, I mean, one he, second, Kenton McCarthy. I want you to weigh in. On Bonnie, where do you come down on Bonnie's uh, adamacy about uh, Fox losing conservative viewers? She's spot on. She's spot on completely. The only thing I disagree with, I I can see people leaving Facebook and Twitter. 
as far as leaving the censorship of Twitter and going over to, let's say, Parler, um, Parler, you yeah. you knew my dad, Parler. Yeah, you knew my dad longer than I did, Bruce, and mm-hmm. you knew that he went to CPAC all the time. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with Parler is it's kind of like CPAC, where it's bringing sand to the beach. It's just a bunch of conservatives who get around in the room, talk the same thing, pat each other on the back, and walk outside and they can't understand why the world has ignored them. I'd rather stay on Twitter and be provocative right up to the edge of being censored than go over to parlor and have someone pat my aunt, pat me on the back or pat someone else on the back. But I do agree with Bonnie that people are tuning into Tucker and leaving the rest of the show behind. Eric, let me say this overall, everybody should watch less cable news. Just Turn it off. There are other ways to get information. There are other ways to get news. Turn it off. Turn it off entirely. About Facebook, so digital marketing is a huge part of what I do for a day job. Mm -hmm. Let me be very clear about this. I think the way that Facebook has handled particularly the Hunter Biden story as well as some other things is terrible. They should have much more transparent standards. They should have consistent standards. But from a center-right conservative or Republican perspective, a lot of what has happened over the last eight years or so is not possible without the fact that Facebook is a huge organizing weapon for the center-right. Follow a Twitter account that's called Facebook's Top 10. It'll give you over the last 24 hours what the top 10 most viral trafficked linked posts are. Franklin Graham, second is Kamala Harris, then Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Dan Bongino, Franklin Graham, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and Newsmax. It is a huge boon to conservatives, and giving it up, especially with as enormous as Facebook is, would be utterly foolish in favor of the kind of um, bringing sand to the beach about parlor, which is absolutely correct. Okay, we've got a pause on that note, 1-800-723-8029. One more segment coming up tonight on Beyond the Beltway. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation. Without all the talk and without an opinion so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be. It's how it should be. News Nation. Seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-364-0848. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. 
Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call foreclosure protection services now at 800-364-0848. 800-364-0848. That's 800-364-0848. Do you have a medical issue or a question for someone who's transitioned? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side with me and get the answer you've been longing to hear on the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com for more information. Ask Julie Ryan, every Thursday night from 7 to 9 Central on Smart Talk. Carrie Kendall here. During this time of COVID-19, national news leaves a great gap in helping people gain critical information needed to cope within their community. But Chicago is in danger of losing local independent media voices at a time when they are needed most. The Chicago Independent Media Alliance has responded, but they need your help for any dollar amount you can spare. Go to SaveChicagoMedia.org. That's SaveChicagoMedia.org. And help keep Chicago media alive. This is Eric G. from Around the House, where we talk home improvement every Saturday. And you're listening to WCGO, Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. 1-800-723-723. 8289 is the phone number, and uh, let's go. Let's take another call. What did we have? We had Joy, Jay rather, Joy. Joy, let's jump for Joy in Spokane. Joy, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. Very good. How are things on KXLY Radio? Well, they're they're pretty good. Good. Although we did have WSU lose to Oregon yesterday. Uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. I know. What are you going to do? <laughs> you say that Donald Trump is a danger to the country. Why? Well, and I have believed that since he's gone, since he's been elected, and part of it is on policy. I'm a lifelong Democrat, so mm-hmm. um, uh, so I that is is part of it. But the other part of it is um, his rhetoric and his tweets, and I, I think that. We've heard from starting with Sean at the beginning that, you know, his tweets were policy and he's the president. So what he's saying is, is, you know, fact and law and whatever it is. And then throughout the years, um, there's just been excuses made or interpretations of what he writes. But I think it is very dangerous. And I think of you know, he can say, I'm the least racist person that you've ever seen. But if people are following his tweets, then they see his retweet of um, the white power golf cart. And Mm -hmm. with the elections, I feel like that is so dangerous because he has for months talked about this being rigged. He's for months talked about our election system, which is the basis for our democracy, as being stolen, as rigged, it's fraudulent, it will be cheating. So, so many people hear that. They're not as nuanced as maybe many of your speakers who are listening and reading other news, and they can say, oh, no, but not. Well, let, he, let, let no, me, it doesn't let, mean <clears throat> that. Let me, ask, let me ask a question. Uh, what do you think we should do now? Now, I mentioned you, you uh, listened to this program in Spokane, Washington. It's one of the most beautiful areas of the United States. 
it's a very liberal state, uh, and yet you've been a listener on this program. This uh, Your KXLY has carried this station for well over 20 years, and uh, it's good to hear uh, regular listeners to this program who've been with me for that long. But at this particular moment in time, uh, were you... Are you pleased that there's going to be maybe a battle for the control of the U.S. Senate? Are you happy that the Democrats don't have complete control, or do you want them to win both seats in Georgia so that uh, Donald, uh, I'm sorry, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be able to do whatever they want to do? Oh, well, as a Democrat, I would love for them to have control. Okay. Um, But, you know, but I also think that um, you know, I'm, I'm not a radical left. And so I think that Trump, I mean, excuse me, I think Biden will have as, as challenging a time from the extreme left in our party as probably from the right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping, I just, you know, and we're cons- more conservative here. Um, I went to high school with um, Brian Rogers, who's Kathy McMorris Rogers' um, wife, and this is a conservative area. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I just think that we need uh, four years for some healing. And so that's why his rhetoric and his tweets, you can't make excuses for them anymore. I received from a conservative friend who I had served on some nonprofit committees with, and she had reposted this um, that Facebook post that is talking for the conservatives to get armed and go into the street. I mean, why do we need that? And I just, I'm just hoping that that there can just be some um, moderation. And maybe it's not possible in DC anymore. Maybe we just elect at the extreme. Um, okay. But I, well, I want to let I, don't, I want to let everybody respond to what you just said. I'm going to start with uh, Nick, and we're going to go to our callers uh, on the internet as well. Go ahead, uh, on the, uh, the uh, calmness. Getting along with one another and 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 moving on. Sure. Look, I'm I'm. Listen. If the choice is between um, gridlock and uh, Kamala Harris as basically being the de facto president of the United States, I'm absolutely for gridlock. Kenton McCarthy. Uh, I love the endemic aptitude for moderation that was demonstrated in D.C. last night by BLM and Antifa almost beating up young children and women. That's that's my that's my view of moderation by the left today. I'm sensing some sarcasm there. That's... Derek Blakely. <laughs> a bit. A bit. I love the moderation uh, shown by the Proud Boys as they were marching in uh, Washington last night. Look, uh, I think Joe Biden has done almost everything right since the election. He has uh, uh, moderated his rhetoric he has not lashed out at the president. Didn't mention the president in his uh, in his victory speech. He didn't say anything bad about him. Uh, he's letting the process pr- play out, which is uh, the right step. And um, uh, I think uh, there are some things that can't get done uh, between Democrats and Republicans uh, uh, in the in the Biden administration. Will it be easier for Joe Biden to get what he wants with a Republican Senate? Derek. Uh, it won't be easy. I don't think any, anything will be easy, but I think uh, it, it, it's possible. Last word to you, Eric Cohen. 
I think, as I said last time on this program, I think Joe Biden will actually enjoy having a Republican Senate because he can tell the far left of his party, no, we just don't have the votes more often. But in terms of us kind of coming together, we view politics as entertainment right now until we start to view it as what it's supposed to be and not a form of battle and entertainment. Things are not going to improve. That's what needs to improve. Eric Cohn, thank you very much for being with us. Also, Nick Calm and Kenton McCarthy and Derek Blakely. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks to Randall Beckler for his assistance in the production of this program. Until next week, good night from Evanston, Illinois. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope. Our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera 
beyond the runway and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime.